This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This is Women in Leadership Podcast, featuring success insights from women around the globe. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Hey, it's Anne-Marie, and welcome to another episode of Women in Leadership Podcast. This is a fourth part of a four-part series that I've been running over the last number of weeks. So if you're only just joining me, the series is specifically for coaches or even consultants who feel like the world's best-kept secret. Now, if you're honest with yourself, this may be you, and while your experience is vast, you're secretly frustrated because despite all of the hard work that you're putting into getting visible, um, being recognised as a trusted authority or even generating the new clients that you'd hope for, despite everything that you've been doing, you're just not at a level that you would have hoped you were at. So maybe you're thinking of launching a podcast because you've heard that a podcast will help amplify your message or maybe you are a coach or a consultant who's launched a podcast hoping that that would really help amplify your message yet it still hasn't generated the results. Now as I've said before in the other episodes and I'm going to say it again because it's true that a podcast can certainly help you amplify your message. However, it's only going to amplify the message that you've currently got. And if the message you're currently using isn't working, then you can launch a podcast with that very same message and generate the same results that you're already getting. But it actually, you're going to amplify that message that's not already working to many more people. And that's not what I want for you as a coach, as a consultant with years of experience and being able to make a much bigger difference in the world with your message. You know, when it comes to podcasting, that's one of the things that I always say, and you, you may have heard me share this before, that launching a podcast is, is relatively easy, especially with all the tools and technologies now that we have at our fingertips. But launching a podcast that enables you to go from invisible to influential trusted authority, that enables you to bring your unique and uncopyable experience and message and and position that ahead of your competition because, in actual fact, I don't believe in competition because there's so much business out there. Your ideal client, that's what's so important. Define who that is and speak into that one message at a time, one ideal client at a time, and that will continue to uh, grow. And you might have heard me say before that, you know, podcasting and just starting a podcast without the right strategy is kind of like starting a business and hoping without really a plan and a strategy to build your business yeah, you, you can kind of end up really frustrated when it comes to the business as well because you're just not generating the results. So that's what this four-part series is all about. And uh, the things that I would have covered, let me share. Let me share um, what the other three episodes are if you want to go back and listen to them. The first was talking about how to go from invisible underpaid coach or consultant to highly paid sought-after trusted authority with a podcast. Second episode was how to transform your experience 
expertise from a want into a need and from an overwhelming number of choices to becoming the only choice. The third episode of this special four-part series spoke about how not to leave tens of thousands or more of dollars and business on the table, but rather be able to nurture and build long-term client relationships that lead to profitable and sustainable business growth. And of course, today's episode Part four, the last in this series is the power of momentum, how to attract and generate a steady flow of your ideal clients right to your door so that you never have to chase the leads again, and then also incorporating while leveraging the power of podcasting. Now, before you click off, because you might be a coach or a consultant who thinks, "Mm, I I don't really want to start a podcast at all, that's fine. What I'm going to be talking about today is very relevant for you, the power of momentum, being able to start to nurture and generate leads, however you're marketing your business. I'm going to talk about the things that you want to have in place so that you can start doing that, whether you're guest guests on podcast, whether down the track you may want to start your own podcast is irrelevant. That's certainly going to help you amplify uh, your brand and, and your reputation if you get it the, set up the right way, of course, and the things that I've been talking about. But also if you're going to be speaking, if you're going to be sharing content across various social platforms, you need to be familiar with the power of momentum and how that can really benefit your business so that you don't get Uh, spread too thin with all the marketing that you have to do. So without any further ado, let's dive into episode four, The Power of Momentum. So as I mentioned, we are going through a number of key things that you want to have in place in your business. It's an absolute must, actually, even even before you launch a podcast, for sure, is one of the things that I've been saying all along. But for some of you, you may not even really want to, to start a podcast. The things that we have been covering over the last three days and now today is very important for you in your coaching or consulting practice as well. What we've been doing is really talking about message. We've been talking about brand. We've been talking about how do we get all of the things in your head, your certifications, your experience. And some of that experience may not necessarily be um, relevant. Or when I say relevant, it's not in the industry that you are now working in and your coaching and consulting practice, but rather things that you've learned and developed in other industries and other situations, involvements, maybe even in corporate it's still very relevant. And how do we package all of that together? So we're talking about how to go from invisible to influential trusted authority with a podcast. But today we're going to be talking about the power of momentum. I think momentum is often not really spoken about, but so important when it comes to building business. And how do we set up something that enables us to build momentum so that we're not feeling exhausted each and every time we finally get a client and it feels like we've run a marathon, a number of marathons just to get one client. And let's face it, we need more than just one client, don't we? Because we want to impact the world. So we're going to talk about how to attract and generate a steady flow of ideal clients right to your door so you never have to chase leads again. Remember I spoke to you yesterday about Kashmira Modi, one of my clients, who said she's gone from 80% hustling and getting new clients 
And then the balance of that was working with clients and doing what she loved as coaches. We want to get out there and coach. The marketing, not so much. The hustling, not so much. But now, because she's put into place her core business foundations, everything that we've been speaking about today and, and over the last few days, She's now gone to 90% working with clients and 10% doing the marketing because she doesn't have to really chase leads anymore. The content that she continues to put out there continues to build her brand. As the expert, the specialist, the trusted authority, she already was and is. And I know for many of you, you are already experts and specialists because many of you are bringing your expertise, the life you've lived, the challenges you've overcome come, um, you know, what's that uh, university of, of hard knocks, I think, is a saying, a lot of that is now what you're teaching clients to be able to navigate through and how you can nurture listeners into leads from your very first episode. My name is Anne-Marie Cross. I know many of you here already know me, which is wonderful, but there may be many more who have not. So my background is in personal branding, and now I really integrate personal branding with business and podcast strategy for coaches and consultants. And many of them feel invisible. They've got a wealth and depth of knowledge, but no one really knows about them. So what I do is help them go from invisible to influential, trusted authority, the choice versus just a choice when their ideal client is ready to move forward and do that with a mixture of personal branding, messaging, taking your programs and, you know, giving you clarity and how to develop all of those and then bring them out to the world and then launch a podcast on top of that. Today, we're talking about momentum, the power of momentum. I want to repeat what I shared yesterday because it's so relevant to what we're talking about today. Remember, we're layering our learning, layering our awareness. And typically what happens when we start our business as a coach, we've got our certification, we're excited, we want to get out there and help anyone and everyone we can, we are open for business. So we're told we need to go to every networking event, be everywhere on every platform, do all of the things to get your message out there. Some of you may have been doing a bit more online networking. We talked about Zoom fatigue yesterday. We hand out our business cards. We try and connect with so many people online whenever and wherever we can. We say yes to opportunities to speak about our business and be mindful that every opportunity is not the best opportunity. I have spoken um, about social media when Career Success Radio was, um, uh, you know, we, we were doing Career Success Radio, which I shared in workshop one, and I ended up tarnishing and weakening my brain because I was a personal brand consultant back then, helping people to, you know, with their personal brand and their positioning online. But people, my colleagues and um, friends who were in business said to me, you need to come and speak and share. What are you doing with the social media stuff to be able to get your podcast out into, you know, out into the world uh, using some of these tools? What's Facebook? What's Twitter? What are you doing? So I was happy to share, always happy to share what I've learned. Um, And what I did not know then was I was watering down my message to the point where the where it was driven home to me. I was sitting with a colleague who'd known me for many years. We were on a committee together for a business networking uh, group. And before the meeting started, it was just her and I in the room. And she said to me, I'm really excited. She says, I'm going, going to do a whole brand overhaul. And I've just hired a personal brand consultant. 
you do personal branding, don't you, Amory? And I go, yeah, I do. She says, I'm so sorry. She said, I forgot about that. She said, you've been talking so much about social media. I see you as a social media guru. And then I realized, oh, my goodness, I'd watered down my message. And a close colleague, a friend, um, completely forgot that I could support her in that area. So just a heads up, not every opportunity to speak is a good opportunity if you haven't got your message correct. And as I mentioned right at the beginning of this, a podcast is a great way to opportunity, an opportunity to amplify your message if your message is already working. So that's why message before microphone. Then you meet for one-to-one -one coffee chats or a virtual chat and you realize, hey, she is my ideal client. And your person whom you're speaking to may also be thinking, I think this person that I'm speaking to may just have the solution to what I am needing and looking for. So you invite her to a discovery call, you have a conversation, you realize that she really is a great fit, you can support her, you're hearing kind of similar things to your story and your journey and you invite her to work with you, but she says no. And so what ends up happening is you go to another networking event, either online or in person, you're handing out business cards, you're promoting yourself wherever, whenever you can, you're posting on social media. By the way, these things, I'm not just making these up. These are the things that people have said to me over the last you know, number of months. You're showing up on Clubhouse. How many people have been doing that? You're going to coffee chats in person or on Zoom. You're having discovery calls. You receive a no thanks after no thanks after no thanks. And on and on and on that cycle goes. And then you do receive a yes. Hallelujah. You know that it's important to be grateful for that client because you're just going to be able to work with them and know you're going to make such an impact in their life as you continue to support them. But there's a niggly feeling, isn't it? We know it. It's like, do I have to do this over and over again with each and every client that I get, you know, running a number of different marathons? It's like, I don't know about this. And that's just what Kashmira was saying, you know, early on, do I have to hustle that 80, 90% to get, to get a client? Because let's face it, where we do our best work is with coaching our clients, isn't it? And sharing our expertise. And the marketing is just something that we need to do to be able to get in front of their question that I asked yesterday. Is there a better way? I'm asking that again today. Yes, there is. And so we're talking about momentum. Let's define momentum and let's pack some more learnings on top of this for you. So how do you define momentum? I went online and as you you do, you typically do, and you have a look, what are some of the ways that they have defined momentum? I think of business momentum really is the impetus that drives your business growth. It's like that snowball effect, isn't it? Um, you imagine that you're starting to, um, or even let's use a car, let's use a car. So what you're doing is you've got a car there and you start building all the pieces, you put the wheels together, this is your business, by the way, and then you get ready and then you start pushing that car and then it starts rolling a little bit and you think, fantastic, and then all of a sudden, oh, there's another car. I think I'm going to start to build that car. And so off you are there. You drag your tools along there and you start putting the wheels together. And then the windows, by the way, us explorers will know this. We're talking about climbing mountains, isn't it? But we're using a car because it's kind of got that momentum. And then we start to push that. And then we're pushing that car forward. And then that starts to roll a little bit. Hey, this is fantastic. And then all of a sudden, oh, there's another vehicle there. I'm going to start building that. That looks really interesting. So you get the idea. We're not building the momentum because when what happens is we go, 
hang on, what's happened to that first cup? I think I might go and do a little bit of that because someone's actually standing there. They may need a lift in that car. So you go back to that car and you do a little bit more things around that, zhuzh it up a bit. You start pushing it again and it gets that momentum. And then all of a sudden, maybe that person's in the car and then, then you go to the next car and so on and so on it goes. We want to build the momentum of that car that as we keep pushing, people are getting into that car. And guess what? It's building the momentum. You don't actually need to push it anymore because it's got the momentum that it needs to continue that flow there must be a scientific term around that the whatever whatever um, but that's what we're going to talk about today and we're looking at it through the lens of the customer journey and the customer journey is really just a path of strategic sequential steps and interactions that a customer goes through with a company, with you, a product or a service as they continue to build, know, like and trust. And I love to simplify things as much as possible. So I love looking through the lens of a customer journey in three simple stages. Stage one is building awareness, stage two consideration, and stage three is decision. So stage one awareness, I mean, there are some clients who don't even know that they are, they need help and that they're not even your ideal clients because they don't even know that they're stuck. And actually, as coaches, we know there are some people that love being stuck in their stuckness because guess what? That stuckness gives them the, um, the ability to be able to talk about something. We know those people, don't we? But there are others, other clients who have gotten awareness that, hang on, something's not right. I need support. I'm on this cycle and all of a sudden they hear one of your podcasts or they read a post or there's a graphic quote and they go, oh, that's, that's great. What's this? And that graphic post shares a little bit of a snippet and then it has a link there and it says, come and listen to this episode. So off they click. They're now on your website. Now they've downloaded, you know, that episode onto their smartphone and they're listening to it. They now have an awareness of you. And as they're listening to you and you're building rapport, you're building that know, like, and trust with them, you're sharing relevant information that maybe they've probably not heard before in the way that you express it. Because remember, we talked about your brand. Sometimes you can be saying something that they've heard time and time again, but it's the expression of you and how you bring that forward, how you explain it to them through the lens of your markers and milestones that have them understand it in a much deeper way with much more clarity than they have ever had before. And I'm a true believer in right person, right time, right solution. And you just happen to be there. When the student is ready, the teacher will appear. And then stage two, they're starting to consider you. I'm going to dive a little bit deeper through the lens of the podcast in a moment, but I just want to explain these different stages so that you're aware of how important they are. They're considering you. They're considering maybe some of the things that you're offering to them. And then stage three is really the decision stage. They're deciding whether or not to take that call to action, that step. They're deciding whether or not to work with you, whether now is the right time and so forth. But each of these stages is different levels of where your ideal client is walking through that journey. So the content you share is going to be different the information you share is going to be different. Um, and so each of these stages is going to have different nuances, different strategies, if you will, to the content that you kind of share and, and what you set up. 
And so when we look at your ideal clients, this is something for you to consider too, because so often we know that we can help our, our ideal clients. And for some of you, this is when we're talking about the lucrative niche. There are some of your clients who are just going to take way too long to get to that yes or they're never going to get to the yes, you got 55%. This is kind of a statistic that, um, you know, marketers have come up with when they kind of do a little bit of an evaluation of ideal clients out there in the marketplace. 55% of people are unaware that they even have an issue. And they're certainly um, not aware of, of you. And they're never really going to resonate. They're never really they're the people that love to, as I said earlier, love to be stuck in their stuckness because it gives them something to speak about. 25% uh, of people are aware and they are looking, they are searching, and they may just very well happen to stumble across your content, your podcast. 17% they're in the decision-making mode. So they may either have been searching for a lot longer or there are some people who are quick decision-makers. I'm a relatively quick decision-maker. Um, I'll look at some content or whatever. I'll dive in. I'll, I'll, you know, try out a few things. And I pretty much know if I need it, I need it. And then I will invest because I know that if I take my time to do it on my own, I mean, I've got goals. I've got I've got goals in my my vision board. So I want to get there as quickly as I can in the most efficient time that I can as well. Three percent of people are actually in buying mode. Now, when we think about your ideal customer, that's even a smaller percentage of that three percent because not all of those three percent are people who you really can do your best work with. And let's face it, you want to make sure that you position yourself with the ideal client because you know that they're going to get the best results. And you also want to enjoy working uh, with, with them. We've all had some clients who we felt like we're dragging, you know, uh, dragging them along with them. These are not the type of clients that you want to work with as a coach. They need to want to, to move and, and to shift and to do the activities. So when we're talking about momentum through the lens of the distinction model, how can we create something that will enable us to start building the momentum we need so that we don't feel like we're starting from um, stationary point, if we think about that car analogy, that that car that is just sitting there, but rather that car is rolling and you don't have to put all of your energy to get it rolling. We do that through creating a compelling, what I call irresistible signature giveaway, a digital asset, um, which can actually be a physical asset too, because someone can print that out. So when I say digital, it's not just online that people can't touch or smell or feel, but this is what your ideal clients cannot wait to get access to. And guess what? It helps or it starts to build the relationship with them. It starts the momentum building of that relationship where they're now aware of you and it gets them into your nurturing funnel, your pipeline. That's what we're going to talk about today. And the reason why it's so important when we look through the stages of the customer journey, as I mentioned to you, it's stage one, awareness, stage two, consideration, and stage three, decision, that requires different content and a little bit more of, a, of an awareness, which is why you know, for some coaches in the way they put their content, the, the content is really positioning as at a level of what you would do if someone was at the decision stage. 
but you haven't created content that enables someone to get into the consideration stage. And for some of you, you need to focus on building more of the awareness stage to get people aware of the digital asset. So you can see there's a sequence, you know, right step, right sequence, lay the foundations. And when this is automated, when this is in place, that doesn't require you to push a button, to ring up, to do whatever. And it's something that your ideal client can do on their own that is when you're not even having to be there and that allows them to start building the relationship with you and you're not having to actually do the work. How amazing does that sound? So how do we do that with a podcast? Well, your digital asset is, is your three-part podcast series, but there's another piece that comes before that, which is what I want to talk about today. They go hand in hand. But the, this is what you can see happening here from the podcast. Remember, end in mind. Always like to talk end in mind and then how the pieces of the puzzle fit into that, how the foundations and the steps fit into that. But if we have a look at the podcast profit pipeline, we can see it through the journey of those three stages and what a customer would be doing or ideal customer would be doing as they move through that. Now, the awareness stage is your brand communication wheel. For some of you, You've definitely, a podcast is on your horizon, on your to-do list, on your vision board. You may be writing articles or blog posts. You may be sharing across social media. You may be doing networking in person and online. You may be doing speaking as well. You're building awareness out there. And then what happens is a call to action at the end of that, which gets people into your funnel, into your pipeline, into your nurturing sequence that gives them access and of, to more of you and you get into more of a teaching mode, you're starting to share things, you're starting to, to give them ahas and mini wins because they're hearing things in a way that only you express that they've never heard before and they're ready to make that change. Remember when the student's ready, the teacher appears and then you follow up with some beautiful emails that really just speaks to her or to him to the point where when you get to that decision make um, stage and you invite them to that, um, um, then they'll take that step. And then this continues to work behind the scenes over and over for you. And you don't even need to be there other than sharing incredible content, which gets people into this beautiful pipeline. And so what I have done is created that three-part podcast series, as well as a quiz. Are you ready to launch quiz? And that is what I wanted to talk about today. You know, what does that first step, that building of momentum, how do you do that with a quiz? And this is, uh, and I will talk a little bit more about the quiz um, a little bit later as we unpack this, but this is the quiz that I use. Are you ready to launch your, uh, your podcast? And there you have different pillars and each of the pillars has different questions. And when someone is, let's have a look at the very first one here. And you would have seen me share my model, my podcast profit formula yesterday, S plus T plus U equals I to the power of three. Strategy plus tactic plus U as in Y-O-U equals influence, impact, and income. So here's the first question. My unique thought leader message that challenges the status quo in my industry and, um, and, and speaks directly into what my ideal client is struggling with and searching for. So I am totally clear on 
my unique thought leader message and that challenges the status quo. And that really speaks directly into what my ideal client is struggling with and searching for. Now, your ideal client or my client will know, well, actually I am and it is working for me. So I'm going to tick. Um, I'm totally clear on my distinctive thought leader brand, stands out uniquely in the marketplace and cannot be copied by anyone. Oh, actually, no, I can't tick that one. All right, let's have a look at the next one. My Thought Leader podcast series monetization tactic is recorded, set up and ready to build ongoing influence, impact and income. Hmm, what's this Thought Leader podcast series tactic that she's talking about? I don't even know what that is, so I can't tick that one. Let's have a look at the next column and so on and so forth. That's what you want to create to start building that relationship. So you may be asking, what's this quiz that you're talking about? Now, this is not just an ordinary quiz. This is developed in such a way, and some of you may have already picked that up, that it continues to showcase and validate, which is so important when you're positioning yourself is that influential trusted authority, a thought leader in your area of expertise. And remember, when I say the word, when I say the phrase thought leader, for some of you, you're going, how on earth can I stand out from everyone else? I'm not better than everyone else. I'm not saying you're better than everybody else. When I say thought leader, I'm talking about you are better placed to support your ideal client through the journey that he or she is struggling with. And your thoughts, your ideas, your systems, your programs, your services can support that client through that journey far better than anybody else. And so you want your content to stand out, to compel your ideal client because you are the best solution to support them. That's what I'm talking about. Your thoughts want to lead in the minds of your ideal clients because they can see you have something to offer, which of course you do. And of course, this quiz also validates your promise of value and promise of expectation. I spoke more about that in one of the previous workshops. Your quiz also highlights areas of growth as in gaps, the areas that keeping yourself, you know, ideal client stuck. I just gave you an example of that as I was going through just the first column of the quiz, are you ready to launch, where it was like uh, unique and uncopyable. Actually, I haven't defined my message that way. And what's this monetization tactic? I've got, even really got no idea. So I can't tick that either. And so there is, you know, an area of gap there that's already been identified. Now, what it also does is if we look at this quiz, it gives them a mini win already. As coaches, we know this is huge, isn't it? It's huge because you've been able to support your ideal client just through your quiz. And guess what? If they're downloading it and you're not there already, how amazing is that? You've already been able to help them and you haven't even opened your mouth yet. Um, how's that for coaching? But it's true, isn't it? Because you've just been able to support them in achieving clarity in where they are stuck. And as coaches, we know, don't we, that self-awareness with your ideal client is often the first step to, toward transformation. How can we begin to fix something that we don't even know is, I'm not going to say broken, but that needs to, to, to be reshaped, reformed, you know, we need to, to change some of the beliefs that we have around something which is not working for us. We know how powerful that is as a coach. And by giving our ideal clients some clarity already, it's like, oh my goodness, um, it's like us as businesses, when you think about marketing for you as a coach and a consultant, 
you may not even realize where you are struggling. So what you're doing is you're doing all of the things, you know, the bright, shiny objects. And, you know, as I mentioned, your podcast is a great way to amplify your message. But if your message isn't working, it becomes a bright, shiny object because it's another thing that you've invested your time and energy and attention in that's not going to generate the results that you want. And so similarly with your ideal clients, they may be doing and working on something which is really not the area that they need to work on. As coaches, we know often the areas that our clients are struggling with is not really the area. It's just a consequence, isn't it? It's just a, um, a, an indication that a few things prior need to be looked at first. Let's unpack that first. So what we're doing through the quiz is helping them gain a little bit of clarity but there's more, there's more, there's always more, isn't it? When it comes to this quiz, this quiz is so powerful that it continues to validate you, your programs and your services so that um, it, it, you can not only use this as a way to build momentum, you can also use it in your marketing. You can also use it as a sales tool. It really is an incredible sales tool because guess what? You've helped your ideal client with a mini win. You've explored what's keeping her stuck from achieving her goals, given her some self-awareness. And what you've also done, and this is so powerful, because I know as coaches, many of us love coaching, but the word S-A-L-E-S, sales, is kind of a four-letter word, isn't it? But it's not. You're actually helping her see where she is now, and you've created a wonderful bridge to where she is now, where she wants to be, promise of value, promise of expectation. And guess what that bridge is? It's you and your program. And you've been able to do that all from one quiz. Where do you start? I'm glad you asked. I've prepared something earlier. All right, uh, jokes aside, what we do is we look at the pillars of your signature system. And we created this yesterday. We, we looked at this yesterday. Remember I told you it's layered learning layered learning as you and, and building foundations. You would not build the walls of a house if you didn't do the footings and then the foundations and then the, I'm not a builder, so I'm just, but, you know, go with me. I know that there's some foundations before the walls go up, before the roof goes on and so on and so forth. So similarly with your business, um, how can you start to create those foundations and then build something that continues to build momentum? Well, once you've got your signature system in place, the signature system comes from the markers and milestones in your expertise. Um, you then develop a quiz starting with that signature system. And uh, that's what you go to first. So I'm going to show some examples for you as we then unpack that and you see how valuable it is. You see, you cannot really create a quiz until you're clear on the pillars in your signature system. You can see that you can't really develop your signature system till you really understand who your ideal client is your markers and milestones, the expertise, the things, the activities that you want to teach, all of that's so important. One builds on the other. But your signature system, once you've got that clear and you know that it is really starting to generate um, some interest with the community and your ideal clients as you're starting to share content, you take each of those pillars and you develop some key questions around each of those pillars to help your ideal client gain some self-awareness, gain some clarity around, is this an area that she's stuck in? 
Um, so that's really kind of what it is. You develop a quiz that's around your signature system with some really key questions that's going to dive in deep. As uh, I showed you earlier with um, the podcasting, are you ready to launch a podcast quiz? I wanted to show you uh, just a, across the top there. I, I shared you know, earlier the podcast profit formula. Then I've got a whole set of questions around the framework, um, which was the strategy. Remember, I shared that yesterday. So I have a clear strategy on how a podcast will help me cut through the noise to build my reputation as an industry thought leader, build a list of ideal customers from my very first episode, generate ROI quickly on a clear monetization strategy. Now, if my ideal clients can't put a tick to this, then they know that this is an area that they need to focus on. And each of these pillars has a teaching in my coaching programs and how I support clients. Then there's the funnel, the profit pipeline. Then there's technology and digital assets, the things that need to be in place to be able to leverage. And then there's a whole pillar there around production, around publishing, around promoting. So you can see what I have just done is through the lens of the quiz, identified questions that will enable my ideal clients to see whether they've got them in place or not. And guess what? There's nothing more, um, as I mentioned, empowering than for someone to see whether they're where they're stuck. If they don't have a lot of ticks there, it's like, okay, well now I need know where I need to get clear from. I've built the bridge. How am I going to get these things in place? So when someone looks at your quiz, who am I going to ask? Who am I going to get to help me? to get these things in place, to build this bridge so that I can walk across it, take all of the learnings with me, the transformation so that by the time I get to the end of the bridge, I'm winning. You, of course, you, you, you. Let's give you an, another example through the lens of the core business foundations. Um, to, to confirm to you that I haven't just learned something or picked this up of someone. I did learn a concept of the quiz um, through one of my mentors many years ago, Kendall Summerhawk, um, who created some quizzes. But as I started to develop my own, I realized actually there's far more um, power when you go deeper and you really look at these pillars through the lens of your signature program. So um, so I'm actually using and doing things. So it's not something I've heard and then called, I'm going to copy that and just bring it in um, to, to my own. I've, I've really developed it over the, the years. So when you have a look at the, the five pillars here, this is what I've been talking about. And they are the core business foundations, your lucrative niche, your signature brand, your signature system, your signature programs. And now we're talking about your digital asset. And underneath each of those, they become modules of my programs and each of the teachings that I teach within that, there's a specific question that is asking that. So here we go um, with the lucrative niche. Let's have a look at some of these questions. When it comes to marketing, I struggle to attract my ideal client and I'm not sure why. Yeah, that's me. I've tried lots of ways to promote myself, but nothing has worked well. Yeah, that's me. I'm sharing content, but it's not generating as many leads as I'd like. Yeah, I can be in a room of my ideal clients introducing myself. But no one really shows any interest. Yeah, that happens to me too. I struggle to define my ideal client, both demographically and psychographically help. So at that stage, there's a little bit of jargon in there, but it goes to show my, my ideal client thinking, yeah, I, that's, yeah I, I don't have those things. Well, guess what? You haven't actually really defined your lucrative niche. 
because when you do, all of those things would be actually, yeah, I do have those in place. So I can't tick any of those. So you can see how powerful that is, that when someone is able to do a bit of a self-assessment, they gain self-awareness, you've showcased them a promise of value because you've just helped them to have that self-awareness, that aha of where they're stuck. And through the promise of value and creating that bridge um, and then kind of seeing this is what's possible for you. How can you, how, how can they get support through you and your, I've got a number of different quizzes that I have here and there's nothing more powerful than when you hold up your quiz like this and you start talking about and say, by the way, if you want a copy of that, go to such and such a link. That's my, um, are you engaging interviewer or in a podcast host? Here's my, um, are you ready to launch? your thought leader podcast quiz in person. So I can hold it up. It's a, something that we can hold physically. And then of course, here is the core business foundation quiz, which we went through earlier as well. There is nothing more powerful. You can create a whole month, two months, actually 12 months worth of content snippets uh, around that in your podcast episodes, in your articles, in your blog posts. Now, if I think of one of my other clients, uh, Piero Medesic, he's uh, the exceptionality catalyst We've been working on uh, his quiz as well. And we've also developed for him, I, I remember I said to you as part of yesterday, your IP to create your, um, you know, your core principles as well, which validates your teaching. Why are they so important? This is just a beautiful snapshot of some of the things that we've created for him his thought leader collateral, but he said, you know, with over, and this is the importance of why uh, you want to spend time in doing this. And he said, you know, with over two decades in leadership roles across a multitude of industries, he's been in and out of marketing and branding seminars and personal development and training seminars, left, right, and center. And although the level of marketing and the brand congruency was good, he's now moving towards being uncopyable because we've gone through what are the learnings? What are the, the milestones and markers? What are the teachings? What are your core principles the, that you really are teaching that no one else can copy through the lens of your journey and story? And for him, he's been able to gain that in only two months due to the clarity that he's worked through these things that the steps that I'm sharing with you really do work. And position you as that influential trusted authority so that you can not only just stand out from the crowd, you stand out for the crowd or in the crowd with your ideal client. So you become the choice versus just a choice uh, amongst many other coaches who are probably amazing coaches. But remember, you're not better than them. You're better placed to help your ideal client. And there is enough business in this world for all of us as coaches and consultants. This podcast is brought to you by TheInfluenceAlliance.com. Want to influence real change with your message by becoming known as a trusted authority in your industry while building a sustainable and scalable business you love? Find out how by accessing our free podcast series at www.theinfluencealliance.com slash podcast series. That's theinfluencealliance.com slash podcast series. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.